Hello, how's everybody doing? Welcome to 2018, despite the fact we are recording this on 2017. But by the time it's you hear it, it will be 2018. It's 2018. Yeah, it is. And and China and Japan. Why? And no, not yet. That one's way late. And, and I guess it's technically 2018 because Greenwich Mean Time is 2018, right? So, uh, happy New Year, everybody! I happy hope, New Year! I hope you your resolutions have made it this far. Uh, mine was to do a podcast before February, so hopefully, mine happened too. Uh, do, do you have a New Year's resolution, Alex? Um, mostly just get fit. I think that's everyone's. I Kyle, stick to it. Um. Yeah, my wife and I are trying to start a project, but... Oh, cool. <gasps> Is there a baby in the future? No. Not that project? I'm not allowed to do any... I realized that at a certain time, I was like, hey, I haven't... When I was releasing my book, I put on Facebook, hey, I'm going to have a big announcement next week, and everyone's like, oh, you're pregnant. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm allowed to have other announcements. Like, it's okay. No, you're not. <laughs> and do we? Um, I would like pregnant? to stay fit, um, but I would also like to lose weight. And I'd like a pony. Ooh. And, and I'd like to see another season of uh, American Vandal. That's about it. So, well, welcome. I, 2018 uh, is... We were talking, I was talking to Doobie about this. Is It's, it's like a transition year. Because we know in 2019 we're going to have Star Wars land. We're going to have... Um, uh, the um, streaming service. We're gonna have, a, you know, the big conclusion to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it. We're gonna have Episode Nine. So, but and theoretically, we'll have the end of the Fox tran- uh, acquisition. So, but 2018 is all about getting ready for it. So, uh. Uh, Laughing Place is going through some changes. Disney's going through some changes. Uh, my Peter Brady's going nephew. through some changes. <laughs> so, um, we're here. To, we're going to be here all year to share those changes with you. Um, first, I just like to recognize our new partner, uh, uh, Mouse Fan Travel. They're going to be joining us every couple, uh, you know, a couple times a year, talking about what's going on at the parks. But we recommend. Because uh, they support the fan community in so many ways, while also giving excellent service. That if you're looking to visit Disneyland, Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, Olani, or quite frankly anywhere in the world, you look at the folks at Mouse Fan Travel. So welcome with that, yeah, welcome aboard. So we, it's not their first time, though. Don't worry. <laughs> um. So well, here's what we do. If you if you're not familiar with our bold prediction show, we're gonna go through all the films of that we know about for 2018, and we're gonna say if it's fresh, as determined by Rotten Tomatoes, and a hit, as determined by me. Uh, well, like like and dolphins. No one else. Dolphins, we don't expect to make as much as Infinity War. It's all relative, essentially. Yeah. To uh, past I have a question precedent. for you. Yes. Let's say Dolphins makes as much as Infinity War. You know that's a fact. Is it because Dolphins was a huge hit or Infinity War was a terrible miss? Uh, which do you think is more likely? Depends on the numbers. <laughs> no, I'm asking, which do you think is more likely? 
Um, I would say more likely would be Dolphins to be a huge hit than Infinity War to be a huge miss. Okay, that's all. Yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't imagine Infinity War making $14 million. Easier to imagine Dolphin making $170 million. Well, because you never know what catches. Like March People of the love Dolphin. Yeah. American Sniper. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, and then we'll go through bold predictions. So these aren't just like predictions. These have to be bold, like things that people wouldn't predict if they were sane. And we do... F6 predictions. <laughs> F6 predictions. Uh, st- so we do studios, parks, and then everything else. And... Um, Everyone will contribute, and then at the end of the year, presuming I remember to write them all down, we will see how everybody did. I'm presuming we're still around at the end of the year. Well, where, where, where are you going? A lot can happen in 2018. Well, that's depressing. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. The podcast will be obsolete. Oh. Maybe they are already, and we're still doing it anyway. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say... Like, you know, if it basically until it's kind of like Peter Pan until someone says they last person says they don't believe in the LP podcast. <laughs> That's sad. If you believe in the LP podcast, Cut do me a favor. Email us at podcast at laughingplace.com or Whoa. even better, give us a call at our special podcast number, which is located on the bottom of our website. <laughs> and not in your mind. <laughs> If it's nothing else, just to make Alex believe that people actually listen. No, it's actually 404. Oh. Because I start all my websites with 404. 404 594 4LPP. That's 404 594 4LPP or 4577. Is that Atlanta? I that number. It's number not found. <laughs> so we're going to start with movies. And the first movie of. Now. Okay, I'm just going to go out here and just address the elephant in the room. Hi, Tina. <laughs> um, we are not doing Fox films. We do not anticipate that the acquisition will close this year. So, therefore, they are not Disney movies at this point. And because they're not Disney movies, I, we, haven't, didn't, we haven't covered them at all. And none of them, us have probably ever heard of them. Except Doobie, who's never heard of any of these movies we're about to talk about. <laughs> so, first, coming up on February 16th, is Black Panther from Marvel. It stars T'Challa from the Black Panther... from I'm sorry, uh, Captain America Civil War. It is... Uh, if you're If you're interested in learning more about this movie... If you watch the college football playoff on ESPN, and presuming this gets posted before that, uh, they will have a special sneak peek. So the synopsis on this movie is Marvel Studios' Black Panther follows T'Challa, who, after the death of his father, the King of Wakanda, returns home to the isolated, technologically advanced African nation to succeed to the throne and take his rightful place as king. But when a powerful old enemy reappears, T'Challa's medal as king and Black Panther is tested when he is drawn into a formidable conflict that places puts the fate of Wakanda and the entire world at risk. Faced with treachery and danger, the young king must rally his allies and release the full power of Black Panther to defeat his foes and secure the safety of his people and their way of life. Directed by uh, Creed's at Ryan Kogler... That this is Black Panther. Okay, 
Uh, why don't we start with Doobie on this one? Why ask Doobie? why? Uh, no, I mean you may, but I'm not. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. By the way, I have heard of this one. Um, Black Panther will be a fresh hit. The guy who directed Creed is obviously a good director, and people are anxious for another superhero movie. It's been a while. <laughs> Kyle, I'm also going to go with fresh hit. Alex, definitely a fresh hit. I'm going to go with fresh hit. I believe that it is already tracking very well, and they seem to be excited about it. So, you know, the powers that be uh, do their thing. Next, we have an original live-action movie from Disney. Believe it or not. I'm walking on air. air. The Phantom is so free. Uh, ironically, this is not a superhero movie, though. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was the first. That was supposed to be like Disney's first superhero movie, as they got the rights to Great American Hero, Great American Hero, and then uh, they let it lapse because they bought Marvel and they thought that might be a more solid investment. Uh, so I hope they give William Cat a uh, cameo <laughs> somewhere, anyway. Yeah. Uh, or 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 just or just say they're going to, and then when he shows up, just douse him with pig blood. You and very esoteric reference. <laughs> okay. Um, so, A Wrinkle in Time from visionary director Ava DuVernay. I'm sorry, Ava DuVernay. Ava. Ava, Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay comes Disney's A Wrinkle in Time, an epic adventure based on the book, which takes audiences across dimensions of time and space, examining the nature of darkness versus light and ultimately the triumph of love. Through one girl's transformative journey, led by three celestial guides, we discover that strength comes from embracing one's individuality and that the best way to triumph over fear is to travel by one's own light. Uh, I'm going to go start with Alex on this one. A fresh hit. I'm going to go move on to Kyle. Fresh miss. Ooh. Just to be different from Alex. We can't tie again. <laughs> Doobie? I want to go with my heart. And what my heart says, I have you? to hate this movie. So I'm going to go with Rotten Miss. So Doobie, may we ask why you have to hate this movie? He, he, man, woman. So I have a problem with Oprah Winfrey. What? She, and I have, she and I have never gotten along. Are, are you David Letterman or what? What's going on here? Did, did she Mostly not? She never heard of me, so it would be more <laughs> accurate to say I don't particularly like her. And I don't need to go into details. You know, it, it's nothing personal. It's all business, just business. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with fresh. I'm gonna go with fresh hit. I, I'm I'm more confident in the freshness than the hitness, but <laughs> it just feels like. Disney has yet to falter in that spring time frame, that March that March movie they do every year. Well, and I think when did Alice Through the Looking Glass come in? Come out summer. That was a July. May, yeah, yeah, they did June. that one backwards. Okay. Um, but I think the other thing really going for it is that the book is very beloved by um, also know, starring Oprah one for generations. Um, <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> and so I think I think just the fact of the source material being such a beloved book. 
I would be shocked if this didn't do well. You know, I'm, I'm not saying Much it like, has, um, well, I'm not saying it has the legs to carry on like Narnia, like to be a whole franchise, but at least as an isolated film, I think this is going to be a big deal. Okay. Uh, next we have Dolphins. Comes out Earth Day. Eek, it's a Disney eek. nature movie about dolphins. I don't know that there's much more to say about this one at all. <laughs> um, I'm go- Now, for Disney nature movies, we use 10 to 15 million as our threshold. Anything um, over 15 million is considered <laughs> myths? Correct. Um, so I'm going to go with Fresh Hit. Alex. Fresh Hit. Kyle. Uh, fresh hit. Jimmy. Um, I happen to know some of the people in this movie, and Flipper has told me to look out for a good one here. This will be a fresh hit. Is it true that he's faster than lightning? No one can say. No, no one you see is smarter than he. Do you think the end of the movie will just be them saying so long and thanks for all the fish? Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be great. So since we get Flipper this year, next year, do we get Gentle Ben for Disney Nature? Because they were always one after the other. <laughs> what was Gentle Ben? A bear. A bear. bear did bears. They've already a done very that. Big bear. A bear that would bite your head off as quick as anything. If they call him <laughs> Gentle Ben. Bears yeah. already happened. You look very gentle on the TV. I'm sure there was a guy with a gun just off camera. <laughs> They, okay. they, next we have a little movie um, from their independent brand, Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> uh, this is the start of the culmination of the, the start of the end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it. Uh, and we, you know, we know Thanos, we know Infinity Stones, we don't know a heck of a lot more than that. Um. Uh, so I will start with Kyle. Uh, that is a big, fresh hit. Juby. Am I the only one that says more than two words when they answer this question? Am I the reason this podcast will go along? No, so, you're, the, you're the reason it's interesting. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so the release of this trailer was perhaps the biggest internet moment of the entire year. So this will definitely be a hit. And it'll be fresh, too. I'm going to say, obviously, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's going to be huge. And then the, having the folks that did Captain America Civil War and Captain America Winter Soldier, they have yet to fail me. So I'm going to say fresh hit. Alex? Fresh hit. Big fresh hit. Okay. Um, next is, so it comes from, I wouldn't say it's an independent movie, but it's definitely... Um, one of the smaller films coming from this part of the studio is uh, Solo, a Star Wars story uh, <laughs> direct, directed by Splash's Ron Howard and <laughs> tells the story of a young Han Solo some might even have called it the untitled young Han Solo movie at a certain point um, Red <laughs> Uh, yeah, Red Cup. That 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 does win for best working title of the year, right? Is it true that this movie's only going to cost a quarter <laughs> billion dollars? Yes, um, <laughs> for for the reshoots. 
had some directing changes, had some perceived challenges, yet, you know, do we think that the community will embrace it, and do we think Ron Howard was able to fix it and the critics will like it? Um, I'm going to go with our resident Star Wars fan, Kyle. <laughs> I didn't know that was me. Um, this is a tough one, but I'm going to stay on the course and just say fresh hit. Juby? So Ron Howard coming off the huge, uh, at least critical success of uh, The Shape of Water in theaters right now, I believe. Ron, is going wait, wait, to what? Carry that. Right? Isn't The Shape of Water about this mermaid creature who comes out? Oh. That's not his movie? Yeah, I don't think so. In... No. I, I think. I, I, Ron I don't... Howard <laughs> coming off the success of Jurassic World with his daughter. Um, that, you know, whole family <laughs> thing. What was the last film he did? Was I it think that recent one with Thor? Didn't he do Inferno? The, you mean the Moby Dick movie? No, the last movie Ron Howard directed was at least Inferno. He might have done something after that, but oh, I was thinking. Um, I think it was called Rush. Yeah, but I think that was a while ago. I mean, not a while ago, but Rush was in 2013. Um, since then, he has directed. Uh, where's uh, Made in America? I guess the remake. Um, in the Heart of the Sea, which is that ocean movie. A documentary called The Beatles Eight Days a Week, Inferno, and now he's working on Solo, a Star Wars story. Which will be a hit, undoubtedly, but I'm going to go bold here and say it's not going to be fresh. It'll be rotten. So this is the hardest one for me because, like, we just, we, I mean, we haven't seen a trailer. We know that there's been issues, but Ron Howard is a capable director, and we know he's sort of remade the film from scratch. So he remade the film from scratch? I thought he was just doing, like, scenes to kind of make it work. I heard that they shot a lot of this movie over again. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure they use some stuff, but this is like Superman 2. Like mm. it's a fundamentally different movie than originally visioned. Oh, so someday we'll get the uh, the awesome edition. <laughs> right. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're on the Millennium Falcon. When, you get when you're out of a job. <laughs> um, I believe it's so... the song. Lost my job. Got a new opportunity. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna be optimistic here, optimistic prime, and and say fresh hit. <laughs> Alex, uh, didn't I already say? Um, I th I think it's gonna be a um, miss but a hit, a uh, rotten miss, or a rotten rotten hit, rotten hit. Yeah. I doubt critics will like it, but I mean, I mean, what what numbers threshold would you say this has to hit to be a hit? I'd say three hundred million. Domestic. Yeah. Yeah, at least. I think yeah. it'll. I think it'll hit that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think we'll know once it comes out what it, if it's disappointing or not. But I mean, I don't expect it to do as well as like Last Jedi, but obviously, no, I but million dollars. You know, but like I think. I think even if it's reportedly 
bad by critics and and even by some fans i think most fans will still see it just by the nature of it being star wars we call that the phantom menace syndrome right maybe even see it multiple times because we are gluttons for punishment once again proving that there's no fresh ideas at disney the next movie is uh, incredibles 2 Everyone's favorite family of superheroes is back in Incredibles 2, but this time Helen is in the spotlight, leaving Bob at home with Violet and Dash to navigate the day-to-day heroics of normal life. Normal is in air quotes, by the way. It's a tough transition for everyone, made tougher by the fact that the family is still unaware of baby Jack-Jack's emerging superpowers. When a new villain hatches a brilliant and dangerous plot, the family and Frozone must find a way to work together again, which is easier said than done, even when they're incredible. Uh, Question for you, fanboy. Mm-hmm. Is normal truly an air quotes, or is it just an ordinary quotes? It's an ordinary quotes, but when I said it, it's an air quotes. Gotcha. Okay. I was getting so ready to call him out the same thing, but then I was too exhausted. <laughs> we are a pathetic group of people. Basically. Uh, Craig, Craig T. Nelson, Holly Hunter, Sarah Vowell, Huck Milner, Samuel L. Jackson, and presumably John Ratchenberger round out the voice cast. And uh, I think we all know what this movie is. So, trailer's out. What do you think, Alex? Fresh it. Kyle? Uh, I have to go with fresh hit. Doobie? The world has had enough sequelitis. Rotten miss. Wow. I'm going to go fresh hit. Y'all gonna be wrong. I, Brad Bird. I mean, he made some missteps. Oh wait, Brad Bird's Island. doing it. Yeah. All right, nah, I'm sticking with it. Okay. Now the Incredible Coaster, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Ugh. If if Incredibles just left you longing for more superhero action, as I know it, I'm sure it did. Uh, next we have Ant-Man and the Wasp starring Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> presumably Ant-Man played by Paul Rudd the Wasp played by Evangeline Lilly and uh, joining the cat, joining the fun this time is Marcel Pfeiffer playing presumably a cat there Ooh, are uh, three Marvel movies next year mm-hmm <sighs> So, because of that, I'm going to start with Doobie. Enough. Enough? This, we, as Americans, must at some point stand up for what is right and stop letting Hollywood push these superhero franchises all over us. Who's with me? No. One. I'm not. I like um, it. But Ant-Man was actually good, so I'm going to go with fresh shit on this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked Ant-Man. And I think adding Wasp to it will give it a fresh look. So I will go fresh hit. Alex? Can I ask one quick thing? I'm sorry to interrupt again, but does anyone else see the irony of having Black Panther and Wasp come out in the same year? <laughs> nope, but now I do. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, I just have a question before I make my choice. On the timeline, does Ant-Man and Wasp take place between the Avengers films? We know nothing about it. 
Okay. It would explain why we didn't see him in the Infinity War trailer, but he's also very tiny, so maybe we did. <laughs> Go yeah, back, he rewatch, he and zoom. Um, and he's short. I'm, um, I'm going to say fresh hit. And Kyle? Uh, I also am a big fan of Ant-Man, so I will have to say fresh hit. And I'm now, now I want, as part of Phase 4, Ant-Man... Uh, sorry, Ant... I'm sorry. Black Panther and the Wasp. Is this the first Marvel film to have a female hero's name in the title? Yes. All right. Well, Black Widow was kind of half in one. But she's on the title. She's on the title. Black Panther? Black? Is is that Widow? I don't think she's on that one. Half of it. Okay, never mind. Okay, so next on the re- uh, release slate, and we literally know nothing about this movie, including its title, is the untitled Christopher Robin Project. So... Well, don't we know that like it's adult Christopher Robin? Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it's so. supposed to be you and McGregor, but I don't know if that was ever confirmed, confirmed. So, because there's no actual information, I can't go to our normal sources, so I'm going to go to Wikipedia. <laughs> and... Donate See if $10. I can. <laughs> Give me one second. I got to pay him. Uh, let's see if there's information on this. Because no, don't get it confused with Goodbye Christopher Robin, which came out this year. What was that? It was a document. I mean, uh, like a biopic. Bye bye, little Sebastian. Okay. So according to Wikipedia, so take it what it's worth. Uh, the voice it's called Christopher the plot is Christopher Robin the little boy from the Winnie the Pooh stories is now all grown up and has lost all sense of imagination Pooh and his friends re-enter Christopher's life to help him find it again stars Ewan McGregor as Christopher Robin Haley Atwell <laughs> as Christopher's wife Mac, Mark Gatiss as Christopher's boss with the voice cast of Jim Cummings as Winnie the Pooh <laughs> Nick Mohammed as Nick Mohammed as Piglet, Brad Garrett as Eeyore, Christopher Anderson Lopez as Kenga, and Wyatt Hall as Rue. This actually Are sounds the interesting. doing the music? It doesn't say that it's a musical. But I think she was Rue Kenga in the last animated movie, so maybe that's why. Is this is this a combo with uh, Disney animation it, it's I, the I don't know plush it, is coming to life yeah I, I don't know what it is because it's weird if you're like if you're reimagining it as like you know live action looking plushes you would think they would go with different voices to help set it apart I have a feeling like this movie's not actually going to come out on time but uh, I guess they they already filmed it. Filming began in early August. Uh, so, who knows? It's produced by Brigham Taylor, who did The Jungle Book. And it has sort of a long Disney history. Uh, I remember, I isn't that his um his hearse out in front of the Haunted Mansion? <laughs> no, that's not his hearse. <laughs> He's also not that's dead. That's the rumor. <laughs> so, um... I don't know. And this is the wild card. This is what makes it fun. 
so I'll start. I'm going to go with... Hmm. Freshness. I, I, it's, it, I just feel like Winnie the Pooh might be a little stale. Um, <laughs> Alex? I think I'm going to agree with that freshness. Kyle? Well, I actually like this idea, but I want to say I my selection's made before you said yours, and that is also a fresh miss. And Dewey? Well, unlike you three, I think this is actually going to be a very good movie that the fans will not particularly come to see, and therefore it will be a fresh miss. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what that means. It's going to be a rotten hit. Dewey knows um... how to throw a curveball. Yeah, I feel like Question. we should know more about this movie. Was, is this the last movie on the list? No. Okay, never mind. We have I'll another. Have, we have, another, we have another. Don't we have another Marvel movie someplace? No. Um, <laughs> no, we have. Uh, we have three more. Okay, then I will hold my question until after that. Okay, after the untitled Christopher Robin movie, it is the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Uh, which is a Christmas Wall. movie. Uh, it's Econ. a. It's. It, I don't know how do you describe it. The trailer. It's um. There's pink hair and there's ballet. And I would say it's visually distinct. It's dancing. It has it's like Alice music. in Wonderland, except she goes to a few yeah. different realms instead of just one. And it has God in it. Uh, mm. Morgan Freeman plays something. Oh, I thought you were talking about a Lance Morissette. He plays uh, Grandpapa Dusselmeyer. Uh. Um, so For all your Nutcracker aficionados out there. Did I ever tell you my Nutcracker story about the contemporary? No, go ahead. So the contemporary, the, the convention center on the bottom level there, all the ballrooms are named after um, like Fantasia. So the big one's the Fantasia ballroom. But then there's the pastoral ballroom and, um, you know, some other ones. And uh, it used to be the Nutcracker ballroom. And the Nutcracker is, that, is the ballroom. It has these beautiful windows. It doesn't really feel like a ballroom. It feels more like just like a venue. And they thought it would be great for weddings. But then they discovered no one booked it for weddings because no one wanted to get married in a ballroom called the Nutcracker. So they switched the name to Sorcerer's yeah. Apprentice Ballroom. Why didn't they just do Nutcracker <laughs> Sweet? <laughs> so um, on the edge, on the edge now. So Alex, since you're the aficionado, what do you think? I I think it's gonna be a rotten hit. I don't feel like this is designed for critics, but I feel like it's gonna attract families. To the box office at Christmas time, with the the Disney branding and the looking like um, something familiar. Kyle, well, it doesn't have Johnny Depp in it, but I'm still gonna say Rotten Miss. Tubi, is this a summer release? Winter. Tubi. Winter. Okay. <laughs> it's a Nutcracker. <laughs> I believe. This is going to be the breakout hit of the year. 
people are going to now start looking forward to Christmas every year because Disney has a new Nutcracker movie come out. It's going to be fresh. And when all the 27 receipts are added up, this will be a top four movie. Okay. I'm still going to give it to you. Yeah. I'm still going to give you (laughs) hit, even if it's not top four, I'll still give it to you, but I'll note it that. Thank you. uh, And I'm going to say, I'm going to say rotten miss. Um, I just, I feel like, my nuts have been cracked. Don't forget, this is the um, same studio that created Christmas for us with the with um, what was that? The Christmas Carol. <laughs> good day, sir. I say good so day. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing when it comes to CGI Christmas. The thing Next that week. we drove down to Miami from Orlando to go see the train tour. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, final. Or I shouldn't say finally. Penultimately, we have Ralph breaks the internet. Wreck-It Ralph 2. Electric Boogaloo. Uh. JB? More franchise sequel-itis stuff. This will be rotten, but it'll still be a hit. I'm going to say fresh hit. Uh, Alex? Fresh hit. Kyle? As long as people realize it's not the Emoji Movie 2, I think it's a fresh hit. (laughs) Yeah, you know, people really love the um, people really love the what they saw at the expo. Yeah, I, they th- can call I it royal. Th- th- this movie probably was helped more by the expo than any other movie. Um, and finally, I w- I wouldn't I wouldn't call this an original movie. I'm not sure what I would call it. I guess a sequel. Mary Poppins Returns. Whew. Featuring music and lyrics, not by the Shermans, and a cast of thousands. Uh, but mostly <laughs> Emily Blunt and Lynn Manuel Miranda. I have a bold uh, prediction. Yes. Um, so, I forgot the name of this. this uh, wow. Uh, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Very hard word to spell. But Lin Manuel Miranda's lines will be harder to uh, recite. Wow! <laughs> There's a guy that hasn't thrown away his shot. <laughs> so um... he's never going to be president now. <laughs> I remember he was on SNL right after the um, the grab him by the thing story came out. Like that week, he was the host, so he was he was looking at a picture of him going, "Ain't never gonna be president now," and the crowd went crazy, and he was wrong. He was also on an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and I remember like they kind of didn't make a big deal out of him, but they gave him like a few minutes. Like, is this? Am I supposed to know who this guy is? Because they're kind of making a deal out of it. Yeah, you know now. Of course, that was also like the ninth season when they were kind of throwing things against the wall, including Bob Saget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that when they had um, one of them had a baby? Marshall was on a bus, and the guy and he was like reading him. The entire episode rhymed. So then there was a moment where oh really, yeah, where Lin Manuel Miranda does like a little rap. Wasn't that, that must one... have been so early in the Hamilton thing? Yeah, I think it was like I want to see that even before Hamilton, but in the Heights, I guess he was in the Heights thing. That. Did did uh. 
there was an episode of How I Met Your Mother where, like, throughout the episode, it was counting down to something. Was, was yeah, it there? Yeah, so that's when you find out. That's actually a good episode, and it's kind of fun yeah. to count all the things. But that's when uh, you find out Marshall's dad died. Oh. Okay, well, on that note... <laughs> On that note, Kyle, what do you think of Mary Poppins Returns? Oh, uh, I think it's a, a fresh hit. I mean, it's Mary Poppins. People will be upset about it, but I don't think that's going to affect critics, and I don't think that's going to stop people from seeing it. Doobie. Uh, much like the film about the making of Mary Poppins, what was that film called? Saving, Saving Mr. Mr. Banks. Banks. Yeah, Saving Mr. Banks. This will be a humongous hit and incredibly fresh. And I think you might be remembering Saving Mr. Banks wrong, but okay. Um, <laughs> dude. Um, that was my favorite joke. We did a we did an article about Fox attractions, potential Fox attractions, and I put in a joke about Walt Disney himself, Tom Hanks, and then I brought it back later. <laughs> that was my favorite joke in the entire piece. That, that was <laughs> perhaps my favorite joke in the whole piece, too. I love that. That was very witty. Uh, uh, That's what we're done here. I'm going to say fresh. Nah. I'm going to say rotten miss. Whoa. Just be Emily Blunt and Whoa. put it out there. <laughs> I counter yeah. with fresh head. Okay. Uh, so that's all the movies. Pick your most anticipated and your least anticipated. Doobie. Um, my least anticipated is Wrinkle of Time. Have I mentioned? I'm not a fan of Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> My most anticipated is Solo because Lucas is doing such a good job now when they're actually trying to do something original instead of just retreading. Kyle. Uh, my number one, far and away, is Infinity War. Um, and my least favorite would be Nutcracker. Or my least anticipated, I should say. What are you, anti-Christmas or something? I just, it's a movie, ba- I don't, I'm not even really into like, it sounds stupid saying that the comic book movie is my top pick and how into it I am and how much I like Star Wars and things like that. But like regular straight fantasy things like this and Wrinkle in Time just don't interest me. I've never seen a Lord of the Rings movie and I don't care to. So what? I, I I like my fiction in a very particular way apparently. So yeah, like just like fiction, like I like my women, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Nerdy, <laughs> <laughs> but not nerdy uh, enough to be <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Not elfin nerdy, more just like you know, <laughs> plausible sci-fi nerdy. Um, Alex, uh, most anticipated Record of Two, and least <gasps> anticipated Incredibles Two. Wow, that is hilarious. That Wreck It Ralph <laughs> plus you got the uh, the Zoom Zoom was really cool. I know oh, that, that was for so... number two, but that was awesome. I'm going to write these down because I think this is worth writing down. Um, I'm <laughs> so going to s- go back and listen. Um, <laughs> my most anticipated is Infinity War, and my least anticipated is Nutcracker. See, I just. And I are closer in minds than we like to admit. <laughs> I, I just can't get behind Even. Nutcracker. No, wait, what? <laughs> I was expecting you to go. I just can't even. Your most anticipated was Wreck It Ralph 2. Mm-hmm. Kyle's was Infinity War. And Doobie's was Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So, and um, before we get into bold predictions, uh, there's two domestic theme park projects debuting this year. And uh, I just want, I, I don't know if Hit or Miss doesn't really work with theme parks, but. Yeah, it does. Okay. Hit or Miss, Pixar Pier. Miss. Miss. Um, I, I'm going to say it's a hit just because there's not, I mean, as long as they keep the lights and stuff like that's my favorite part of the area. Screaming isn't greatly themed, so adding any theme to that is probably a good idea. Um, it's weird that the gondolas will be Pixar characters, but still have Mickey on the front, but, uh, those, <laughs> that ugly t-shirt shop and stuff, who needs it, so... I would say no, but when I really think about it, it's kind of an upgrade by default. I'm just, I just gotta say, miss. I I feel like it's a project without a purpose. It's like they looked at the calendar and they went, "Oh, I miswrote it. Star Wars Land doesn't open until 2019. What are we gonna do?" Because, <laughs> well, I think they've, they've had. I know they've had plans to like change those shops and stuff for. That was supposed to be like their second phase of the billion dollar redo, and it just kind of got pushed back. So I can kind of see why they're doing it, but yeah, it definitely feels like, well, we're open to Star Wars, and we already are working on Marvel stuff. Well, I guess we better get the other acquisition in the past couple decades. And uh... <laughs> Wait a... I, I think this is, I think that because Marvel's going to be expanding in a certain part of DCA, they looked back and said, Oh, John's gonna hate us if we don't give him something. So they said you can have Pixar Pier because we're closing, you know, other Pixar attractions. And then, what do they care what John thinks? He doesn't work there. Well, I don't think they knew that at the time. Yeah, if you look at the concept that goes art, into my boat prediction. Like the the second phase of the Pixar Pier includes like an inside out ride, which looks like they just took Flix uh, flyers or whatever it's called and just dropped it in over there. So it's like, yeah. We could probably make some assumptions from this. Okay, so the other, so in Florida, their big thing for the year is not much different. Toy Story Land. Um, I'm gonna say a miss. I've been to two Toy Story Lands, and they're just they just come across as Flicks Fun Fair. Yeah. And I am not particularly impressed with them. Kyle. I agree, and it, what's kind of weird is funny. My wife and I were looking at different descriptions for the the areas of the park last night, and I was like, "Oh, well, for maybe like the different inspired by the different Pixar stories." And she's like, "But it's just Toy Story in Pixar in the uh, <laughs> Pixar area." I was like, "That's a good point, but you can't say Toy Story because now there's going to be a Toy Story Land, so it's going to be confusing." So, what well, is Pixar Place surviving? I assume it's being acquired, but just for our yeah. purposes at the moment. <laughs> um, Alex? I am actually going to say hit, and the only reason I say that is because of the park that it's in. I think in any other park it would be a miss, but that park needs this. It doesn't, though. Like the, I don't know. This one does seem a little bit better than the Paris or the Hong Kong ones. I don't know about Shanghai. Um, but, yeah, it's... I walking through those like those would have decent wait times, but that's only because they are smaller capacity. Like it never seemed like people 
spent much time in that. It was just like the place you walk through in Hong Kong to get over to um, to uh, Mystic Manor. So, see what what I foresee is because it's not in the middle of the park. Like you can you can completely avoid Toy Story Land if you don't have kids or don't want to experience any of these smaller rides. But um, you know, with the whole Fast Pass Plus system. I'm envisioning that majority of the people in the park have a Fast Pass Plus for Toy Story Midway Mania now that there's three tracks. And then in order to kill time, they're going to stay near that attraction and spend a considerable amount of time in Toy Story Land. Plus, I think people in that park who are repeat guests are kind of burned out by the shows, which haven't really changed. How many times can you see Beauty and the Beast live on stage? Do you happen to have a list of... Because like, I haven't been as diligent as I should have been about what's actually going into this version but my, the impression that I got from from the other two, or maybe three are open now, but I've been to two of them, is that they weren't even like exactly kiddie rides. They're more just like carnival rides that are intended for like teens, but just weren't, you know, like the giant RC racer that just goes up and down. Like, I don't really see kids going on that. And I don't know if that's coming over here. Well, Although the well, Slinky no. Dog Coaster looks a lot better than the one that goes in circles at the other ones. Yeah, so the it's a Slinky Dog. It's two rides. And then Toy Story Mania will be incorporated into it. But it's the Slinky Dog Coaster, which is, I don't, I don't know what you call it. Not a kiddie coaster, but not Space Mountain either. Like um, a, maybe like a mine train? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, it's probably fair. In terms and of that, thrill, not in terms of theming. Yes. And then Alien Super Swingers, which is, my understanding, it's like um, Mater's. Junkyard Jamboree. Oh, all right. So that's actually better than the other ones, but I'm still going to say Miss. Doobie? Hit. Hit? Is that what you said? Hit. I said hit. Now now you want to be brief? Because I can't tell if it was a hit. talking this time. I can't tell if that was a hiccup or you're actually saying something. That's a hit. Okay. Well, now it's the moment you've all been waiting for. With, um, I was gonna say moist breath, but it doesn't make any sense. With bated breath and moist uh, anticipation, uh, and and open hearts, uh, the the uh, predictions. So we're gonna start with. Uh, let's start with studios. Okay. And I will start with Kyle. All right. Well, this year or this last year, 2017, uh, was saw gigantic, uh, pretty much effectively get canceled. They're not doing any more active development on it. Well, in 2018, we're going to learn that Toy Story 4 will join it on the shelf. Too wow. Much, uh, too much bad press with Lasseter switching directors. People don't even seem to want it in the first place. Just let it go. Are we sure that's bold? That's that is that is bold. Okay. It's a year away. <laughs> uh, Doobie. Uh, John Lasseter will be the next president of the world. Um, no. Am I doing parks or I get to choose? Uh, doing studios. 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 <laughs> uh, Ryan Johnson park. will. Ryan Johnson will be the director of Episode Nine. You think you think JJ is getting fired? I don't know. JJ may appoint him for all I know, but despite the blowback, people will come to appreciate what episode eight is and they will let him complete the story. Wow. 
I my prediction is now I want to be very specific here. They green they announce a Hocus Pocus sequel. I'm not talking about the reported Disney Channel reboot. I mean a legit Hocus Pocus two with Bette Midler and whoever else joins old. that party. Why? Because I think everyone assumes they're going to do that, and I think that they just got spooked by that news and that they said that they were doing a remake, but that they have bigger plans for that franchise. But but they announced that it's going to go to Disney Channel. The the remake, I, yeah. I would also... I would, also I would say s- it's not going to be on Disney Channel. Oh, you're not uh, saying... The remake what? won't be on Disney Channel. No, he's no. saying he's saying in addition to the remake, they're actually going to announce the full Hocus Pocus sequel that we've actually been wanting. Right, that's that's so what I'm thinking is bold. Okay, I would I would say it is bold just because Disney, despite the fact that they know they can make a lot of money of, out of it um, two months out of the year by putting it all over freeform, um, they otherwise don't treat that film very well, and so and I would it say will, it will either be theatrical or for the streaming service. But it will not be like a decom. Uh, and I'll say Bette Midler has to be in it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Because definitely. she was Rain announced Man? as not being. What's that? I thought Alex was being Rain Man. Oh, oh no, I was doing. Uh, <laughs> he was. I was doing what's his name from Animaniacs. Which yeah. is a parody of Rain Man. Oh, okay. Tells <laughs> you how much I know. Um. Okay, Alex. Uh, I had one and then got sidetracked by your hocus pocus and temporarily lost it. Give me a second. Do you have a parks one handy? We can flip it. I don't. <laughs> I didn't put any thought into this. <laughs> but I had, I had, I had come up with something, and then you started talking about hocus pocus, and I came in to defend you, and then lost it. That's what happens when people defend me. <laughs> so, we will skip Alex for the time being, just to keep moving it along. And do, do, Doobie, do, do. what is your Parks prediction? Pixar Pier will have its replacement announced in 2018. Wow. <laughs> I thought about something like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> That is bold. With a F6. Mine is third theme park announced for Anaheim. <laughs> Which is bold because if you had if you had met the Anaheim City Council, you would know. Oh, that's nice. They they can announce it knowing the council will never approve it and then blame it on the council. <laughs> Well, in, in similar fashion to that, then, this might not sound that bold on the surface, but if you've ever dealt with it, then you'll know. Um, now that Disney does completely own Disneyland Paris, I predict that you will be able to get an intercontinental annual pass that will give you admission to both domestic resorts as well as Disneyland Paris. Wow. Oh. The intercontinental. Yes. <laughs> it's quite bold because cool. like buying a pass, uh, buying a premier pass is a pain like they have to send emails to each other they have to call each other sometimes they have to comp you in for the day because they can't get a hold of someone um you have to pay (laughs) they have tax in florida but not in california so you have to pay half the tax (laughs) like it's way too complicated so adding in another 
park or another resort with a different language and a different uh, different monetary system would be very confusing. But awesome. Do you, uh, so, Alex, you're up. All right, I have my parks, and I have I have a studios one too. I'll do parks okay. first. Uh, so for parks, I'm going to say Hollywood Studios is going to pick an icon because they don't know, seem to know what it is right now. Okay, and so for studios, for studios, I'm going to say Disney Animation will announce a hand drawn film in production. Wow. What's that, what's happening with ESPN? We heard the ESPN announce like oh the NFL the NFL playoff matchups are set. I, I that was Doobie that made the noise, but I presume this is the alert he got. Falcons and Bills clinch final two spots. Um, so everything else. Alex, you ready? I am ready. What is it? I think Disney is going to announce regional entertainment complexes across the country. <laughs> uh, not quite Disney Quest, but like Disney branded Disney. entertainment centers. Uh, whatever, whatever it ends up being, it's it's kind of vague. But you know, physical spaces beyond just a a store where families can go and and have fun, and it's not a theme park. Getting back in the game. Okay. Maybe it'll be an NBA experience. Kyle. Um, Well, we were talking a little bit earlier about about John Lasseter. Um, My prediction is that Jennifer Lee will um, get some sort of promotion, whether that means she's about equal with John or replaces him or has some sort of overarching uh, story input and management between Pixar and Disney. Pixar and Disney. Yes, I'm saying both. Because otherwise, yeah. I don't know if it's quite bold enough. Yeah, probably not. Unlike a sequel to Hocus Pocus, which is so bold. Uh, okay, fine. Be that way. Uh, do you, <laughs> Would it be more bold to say... Okay, I'll give you another one. Would it be more bold to say Roger Rabbit? Yes, it would. Okay, I'll change it to Roger Rabbit. Because I think both those things are happening. This this conversation will get very interesting in a year. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Doobie. We're on the everything else, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, I predict... Ow! That my dog is going to scratch me at the light. I predict that the Fox deal will not come to be. Okay, so... You have a 50-50 shot. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just kidding. I... Do you mean it won't be bold enough? I I think it's hard because we won't. Why will it? We don't know. Yeah, and we don't. Won't. I mean, if it just said it didn't happen, you only. It might take longer than a year. We won't know the answer necessarily. Well, if we don't know the answer, then the jury's still out. But no. What 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 clarification do you need from me? Make it more specific. Like why? Like, is there a reason? Like something happens that makes them like regulators, like or do you think yeah. Fox will pull? The or? government will. The government will. Between the government's issues with it, it'll get to the point where Disney essentially just pulls it and pays two point five billion dollars in penalty. Sure, if they, I mean, they may negotiate <laughs> that. I don't know, but 
but yeah, it will be clear by by twelve thirty one twenty eighteen. It will be clear that this deal, as we see it now, is not that has no chance of completing. How about that? Maybe it'll be scaled down to the point, you know, where it's only ten percent of the deal it is now, or something. But and that will be the case by the end of twenty eighteen. If it's not, if it's still in the government's hands, then my prediction's wrong. And now it is my turn. I am going to say that I that Dick Cook <laughs> will, no that Tom Staggs returns to Disney. Whoa. Seriously? Tom Staggs returns to Disney? That's the boldest prediction of all. That no, makes sense for your hocus pocus. And we also have a bonus uh, prediction from our very own Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca has a bold prediction? Which Rebecca yeah. is this? Your Rebecca. Okay. Rebecca Mosley. My big prediction is that by this time next year, ESPN will look totally different as a brand. Which, I'm, which, which must mean they get rid of the sort of look of that logo and also da-na-na, is no longer played. I like that. That must mean they're bringing in someone very un-John Skipper-like. <laughs> Sober? Um, <laughs> someone who brings back the E. What does the E stand for? Entertainment? entertainment? I think that's a problem. I want does this mean they also need... The <laughs> Do they also need to get rid of Sports Center and make it like competition middle? It doesn't stand for the Entertainment Sports Politics Network. <laughs> I have to repeat that one for the person next to me who said that ESPN stands for their Entertainment Sports and Politics Network. No. <laughs> no. Now, not in the future. Yeah, yeah, so I don't agree with that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> What's your name again? Uh, Travis? Travis? That's what the comment was. That was the response to my So, that's our bold predictions. So, uh, let's go around and just say what yes to I'm sorry what was that <laughs> you, you, suddenly you sounded like you got very excited about something oh yeah my wife okay okay well so you can get to what you got to do um, most anticipated non-movie Disney thing of the year. I'll start. Uh, I am most anticipated about, you know, supposedly they're going to do a big announcement about what the streaming service is going to look like. And I cannot wait to find out what that means. Alex? That probably would have been mine, but um, since I don't want to double up, I would say that I'm most interested to see how the shop Disney, like Disney, no longer Disney store rebranding proceeds in 2018. And if they find that their new store model doesn't actually work the way they want it to and just refrain from doing it. (laughs) Kyle? Kyle? Um, I'm interested in learning more about Marvel in the parks 
Um, something they've kind of teased. I don't think they'll wait until next expo to do some of it just because of the hype around Infinity War. So while I'm excited for the movie, that doesn't count. So I will say I'm excited to see what they have planned for uh, DCA. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if this is true, but I would think that they would have to announce something this, I mean, this being 2018 year, because after 2019, you know, I figure they'd want to really get some that ramped up too to kind of balance it out. But, um, and Doobie. Um, I think the streaming service is definitely the thing. I'll, I'll say that the launch of the ESPN streaming service, because that's this year, right? Yes. So uh, instead of yours... Instead of yours, I'll go with that so we can see a real specific, you know, a real life example of what they're doing and, you know, extrapolate that to Hulu and Disney. Well, great. So uh, thanks for joining us. We wish you all the best and a happy, healthy 2018. Uh, Does anyone have anything else they want to send to our our audience of dozens and dozens? Um, (laughs) out there in Hollywood land, Alex. Good luck with your resolutions. Kyle. Go buy Bill's book. Extra magic days. Now available on Amazon. Oh, nice. And Dewey. Um, if you have spent 2017 listening to our podcast, resolve to do better in 2018. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how to take that. I, I know how to take that, and um, I, I, I think, I think I just want to end the show apologizing to everyone who listens. And uh, I, I, I'm glad you do. Don't know why you do, and uh, maybe, maybe we'll have some fun. Although we do have some fun lined up for this year's podcast. You know, we have the Audis coming up. We got some in-depth theme park conversations. Dave Bossert's already rejoining us again because he's our new favorite friend. And uh, we look to do more of that. So expect Becky, Jeremiah back, Marshall. Mouse Fan Travel. Yeah, Mouse Fan Travel will be on. So yeah. we look forward for you joining us. And we're actually going to try – we actually have a schedule. So maybe we'll be better at being a little bit more consistent. Um, but in any case, thanks you so much for spending part of your day with us. And we hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs>